Miquel Laboa Baño. So I'm Trey San from The Human Rights, and you're listening to Tracks from Abroad with Jesse McDougall on CIUT-FM 89.5 or online, CIUT.FM. Hello and welcome to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Jesse McDougall. I'm very glad to have you guys here listening today on CIUT. We've also got two friends in the studio who I will introduce in a moment. But wow, we are back after a summer away of pre-recorded shows. I'm back uh, doing some live shows now, and I have some exciting things to announce. But first of all, let's just recognize this is episode number 80 of Tracks from Abroad. And uh, like Phineas Fogg from, uh, from the author Jules Verne, we've been around the world in 80 episodes. Here we are, episode 80. If you're just joining TFA for the first time, on Tracks from Abroad, we speak to students from the University of Toronto who are from countries around the world, and we play seldom heard music to expand your listening taste. 
Um, and this is my last solo show before we uh, transition Tracks from Abroad to a group effort. We're going to start a team show. We've got a team of volunteers here at CIUT, and they're going to have some new hosts coming up next week when we visit Greece, a country that we have not visited yet. But um, in that first song, you may recognize an unusual language. That's the language Euskara from the northern part of Spain. And this summer, I was able to travel to Bilbao in particular and spend three months in that beautiful country. So the first song, if we translate the lyrics, you would hear Father and Son. That's the title uh, by a band called Oscuri. Quote, I'm young and I have the future in my hands. The Basque country will not die as long as I live. This is a very old and traditional part of the world that I loved spending my summer in. And uh, we are going to play some music from that part of the world uh, and talk about the Basque Country and Bilbao today. And broadly, we're going to talk about Spain as well. But you have on tap on today's show a lot of fantastic Basque music. I'm glad you're here listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. And next up, we are going to hear an interview with my good friend who I met in Bilbao. His name is John Ander. And we did a walking tour of Casco Viejo, one of the oldest neighborhoods where I had the good fortune to spend my summer in Bilbao. So now, here is my interview with John Ander. I started by asking him to describe the transitions that went on in Bilbao, taking it from an industrial city center to more of a cultural hub from the 80s to the 2000s. You are listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM, and here is John Ander. Check him out on Tracks from Abroad. It's been uh, an example for many urbanists on how to transform a city with an industrial background into a uh, it's very touristy and cultural hub. It's completely different to what it looked in the 1980s, where you know it's, this was a city that many Spaniards uh, would avoid. There was a, a time off of a lot of unrest, but mm -hmm. uh, fortunately, I think the, the the transition was well enough designed to make Bilbao an attractive city for everyone, not only visitors, but also its its residents. As an outsider, some of the things I've appreciated hmm. living in Casco Viejo, there is lots of music, yeah. either people busking or we had the Blues Festival, yeah. which was free. Mm -hmm. um, I think they had, if I had to estimate, maybe 30 concerts that were free all over yeah. the city. So in terms of music, this city has really got it covered. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, for restaurants, let's talk about pinchos. What are those? So pinchos are small snacks. You can eat them in practically in a, in a single mouthful. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, just they're a staple of Basque cuisine. In fact, there's, uh, you know, just competitions on. Oh, on, really? Uh, what the best paint show in the whole Basque country is. You know, it's it's amazing to see how many restaurants and small bars try to innovate and sure. improve their their own designs. And whatever comes to your mind can be in a paint show. You can just mix up a piece of hake with uh, green pepper, uh, olives, uh, parsley, um, one, avocado. One, one that I had paste. recently, this is not something you would stuff. find in Toronto. Yeah was uh, octopus yeah you know just a very simple sort of a toothpick with some skewered octopus and yeah yeah like you say olives and things like that there are different sizes these pinchos and people might associate the word tapas yeah more with these sorts of you know yeah. aperitif you know before the meal or mm -hmm. you know just small bites but here they call them pinchos with an x yeah uh, you know uh, apropos of the yeah. um, the basque language 
but one pincho in particular, the tortilla, again, yeah. sort of a misleading True. name because when we think of tortillas, we think of, you know, the, the bread that you wrap your burrito in. Yeah. But here tortilla is more like a quiche. It's made out of eggs. Yeah. You and I have tried to cook the tortilla. Totally. How did that first uh, batch go? I think it worked out pretty well for for a foreigner. You know, I'm not I'm no expert in terms of uh, cooking. I'm not not a great chef, but I can I can testament that uh, your tortilla was pretty decent. Well, thank you, thank you. See, I had gotten some potatoes, and basically all you need is potatoes, onions. Going into a kind of souvenir shop, this might spark some conversation here. And this here, hmm. this is a uh, poopy. Yeah, <laughs> the, the puppy dog outside of the uh, Guggenheim Museum. Yeah. Do you remember the name of the Guggenheim architect? Yeah, Frank Gehry. Frank Gehry. Yeah. Nice job, I, fellow I Torontonian. There you go. So this is why I wanted to bring it up. So we have puppy or poopy as they say yeah. in Spanish but also you know the museum itself the Guggenheim Museum it has a very unusual design mm -hmm. sort of looks man how does it look it's like silver panels they're reflective yeah, I'm not exactly sure on what exactly Frank Gehry was thinking of when he designed you know it's funny because there's a, um, an episode from The Simpsons where <laughs> You know, the, uh, I think Lizeth um, kind of like uh, gets a piece of paper, uh -huh. just wrinkles it with uh, with his, with her hand and throws it away, and you know she gets the shape of the Guggenheim Museum. <laughs> there you and, go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so, as you mentioned, the guy's name, Frank Gehry. Uh, yeah, a guy who also designed the the AGO, the Art Gallery of Ontario, mm -hmm. which happens to be right near my house in Toronto. So it's funny to now come to Bilbao and to see this guy's work again. So as we leave that souvenir store, hmm. I saw a particular flag of the football team. Yeah. From shirts to this kid who's walking right yeah. towards us. He's wearing the jersey. The athletic, it's, uh, it's so deeply rooted in, in what means to be from Bilbao. Everything supports uh, the local team here. Mm -hmm. Everyone supports the local team here. Uh, it's got one of the highest average attendance numbers in in the entire league yes. rivaling I know I'm sorry but I noticed teams. that trying mm. to get tickets yeah I mean $400 for a ticket well, uh, in the top of the stadium yeah. the nosebleeds yeah it's crazy it's and, pretty and crazy. a lot of these players all of these players come from the region can you yeah. explain about that yeah so that's what the with the athletic club calls its uh, philosophy of uh, their club philosophy yeah and uh, well they, they go by this um, by this principle of only hiring players that have either been born in the best country or have been uh, trained from a very young age in the academies of of Basque clubs. The requirement is that they just hail from, from the Basque country in one way or another. Uh huh. Really investing in community. Mm -hmm. It's uh, something so distinctive that very few fans are willing to discontinue that policy. I think it's yeah. widely agreed that they should continue that way. You know, just keeping the dream alive that all the kids from the area can maybe one go. day play, play on the senior team, right? That too. That's absolutely true. 
So that was part of my conversation with John Ander, a really nice friend of mine who I met in Bilbao. I enjoyed spending the summer with him. We'll give a shout out to John Ander and all the folks that welcomed me to uh, to Spain. And speaking of that team, that football team in, uh, in La Liga, Athletic Bilbao, um, I was not able to see one of their games, again, because $400 just wasn't in my pocket, um, but they are just worshipped up there. And not to mention, another sport that is incredibly popular is cycling, because this year the Tour de France began in Bilbao, and I had the good fortune to spend about three hours sitting on the side of the road waiting patiently for the cyclists to come uh, by us, and finally they did. It was a rush. Um, and uh, really uh, an experience I'm going to remember for a long, long time. Now, speaking of Athletic, I was considering playing uh, a, a song called Athletic by a punk band that was uh, from Bilbao. And um, punk was very important to the Basque region, in fact. And you, you may know the political history there, punk music being very rebellious. Uh, and so this band, MCD, MCD, Me Cago en Dios, I thought, uh, I, I had a better thought, and I thought, well, maybe I won't play that song. But I will play a different song coming up here. This one is called Book es Book. Uh, and um, it's by Kep Junquera, a song suggested kindly... Um, for our show by uh, Jacob Edgar of Kumbancha Music in Vermont. And so we're going to play that song right here in a second. But the instrument that you just heard is called the chistu. It is a recorder that is played in one hand in Bilbao with a drum in the other hand. Pretty impressive uh, duality there. And I remember waking up my very first day in Bilbao to see a, a, a parade of Chistu players walking down the street. And it was a beautiful image to wake up to. So now let's listen to a different instrument that is common in the Basque Country. This is the accordion. So check this out. This is Boca Spok by Kepa Junquera. Now, before the song really gets going about a minute in, I do want to introduce our two guests. We have Raul and Andrea here on the show today. How are you guys doing? Hello, everyone. Andrea. Really glad to be here. Hi, I'm Raul. Glad to be here, too. You know, when I came back from Spain, it was nice to be a little bit better at Spanish and to meet you guys in class. I was thrilled to meet you. And so we're going to talk a little bit more with Raúl and Andrea about the different parts they come from uh, from Spain, the Islas Canarias, way down in the south. But first, here we go, Bocas Boc. The tune is going to really get up to us right now by Kepa Junqueda on Tracks from Abroad.
So there you heard uh, 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 some interesting instruments, to be sure. The accordion is played very often in the Basque Country that I saw during the many musical performances that go on. They're free, they're beautiful in the streets. It was a lovely place to be. And another instrument that I really wanted to mention, not easier to pronounce for sure, but it's called the chalaparta. Uh, it's spelled, now take a look at this, T-X-A-L-A-P-A-R-T-A, -A -A, Chalaparta. It's a sort of xylophone, and it has horizontal boards of rectangular wood. I saw this played, for example, at the Tour de France, uh, another interesting instrument. Uh, and speaking of that Euskara pronunciation, um, I went to a waterfall in Navarra, Spain, uh, that was called Shoroshin, spelt um, X-O-R-R-O-X-I-N. So, Yuskata, it is not connected whatsoever to Castellano, to Spanish. It is really its own language, ancient, um, varying responses on where it might come from, but nobody is truly sure, um, and it uh, is one of the oldest languages in Europe. So what I wanted to do now is to play a 45-second clip of Euskata being spoken. Maybe you've never heard this language before. And just let me know. You know, you can let us know what you think about this, and I'll say the same to our Spanish guests in the studio. So here is some Euskata, and tell us what you think. was check check one two so there was a little yuskata that you heard or euskata um very unusual language and it was in fact banned during the franco regime in spain so a whole generation of speakers was not allowed to speak it in schools in public things like this but it's now undergone a resurgence and it's coming up being taught in schools and really being encouraged all over the country so i'm glad uh, i got to play a little bit of that i'm almost certain that language has never been on uh, ciut airwaves before. And I want to get your guys' reactions to the Spaniards in our studio. What did you guys think? Have you ever heard Yuskata before? It's definitely really, really different from Spain. I, my uncle is from the Basque country, mm -hmm. so every birthday he sings the happy birthday song to me really? in Yuskata. Wow. I, I just cannot understand it. And for you, Raul, I know you're, you're from very far away, and I should have introduced you guys first. Raul, where are you from in Spain? I'm from uh, the Canary Islands, more specifically Gran Canaria. Okay, Canary Islands, I'm quite sure they don't speak Euskara there. No, only Spanish actually. Okay, and tell us a little bit, while we have a moment, can you just talk about the Islas Canarias? What is it like when you walk out your front door in Gran Canaria? Oh well, uh, the Canary Islands is such a beautiful place actually. Uh, Weather is of around 20 degrees all year around, uh, great food, great culture. Everyone seems so friendly there. It's just absolutely the best place to be in. And uh, for you, Andrea, could you tell us where you're from in Spain? I'm from Extremadura, which is in the south of Spain, really close to Portugal as well. And it's just a lot of agriculture, basically. Uh, well, really, really pretty. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's beautiful. And what do you guys will ask Andrea first? What do you miss most? You're a full-time student here at U of T. What do you miss most from your home? Okay, first, family, of course. But then also food. It's really cool in Spain to celebrate every tradition, every festival. It's a lot of food, traditional food, and I just meet that. 
Is that shared by you as well, Raul? Are you missing any foods in particular? Oh, probably jamón serrano and the tortilla you talked about. <laughs> Those are probably the best for me. Interesting. I didn't know tortilla was eaten all the way down uh, in that part of Spain. But again, Canary Islands and Bilbao, they share some things in common, however far apart. So we're going to get back to the second part of my interview with John Ander. You're listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. And now we are looking at a beautiful church. This is the first thing yeah. I saw when I arrived to Bilbao searching for my apartment. Yeah. I wasn't quite sure where it was, but we're standing right beside the Church of Santiago, yeah. I think it call, it's the, called. The Cathedral of the Santiago. The Cathedral of Santiago, which carries the name of the famous and well-trod, trod-in uh, Camino de yeah. Santiago. So the Camino de Santiago, I know about this because my aunt did it. I know thousands, maybe tens of thousands of people do it every year. But can you give us a quick breakdown, John, yeah. of what is the Camino? Why are people crossing all of Spain? Yeah, it's a very, it's a very famous pilgrimage route. It has a very rich history. There's uh, different ways to go to Santiago, but the thing is that every pilgrim has to um, go walking yeah. or uh, biking. Yes. Uh, to the city of Santiago de Compostela in, in the western region of Galicia in Spain and uh, reach the, the cathedral of Santiago there in, in Compostela mm -hmm. and um, it's a way to um, challenge yourself and doing, I don't know, just walking 300, 400 kilometers yeah. and a good way to you know, both meet people along the way, get to know yourself better. Mm -hmm. It's a very wholesome experience. Absolutely. From what I've been told. So we have kind of similar trails in America, the mm. Appalachian Trail. Yeah. It's only for your for your own enjoyment, but yeah. here there's an official website, there's official policies. You collect stamps as you go exactly. along from city to city. And also, you know, I mean, there's um, Albergues, yeah, sort of like hostels. They're hostels or shelters, specially designed for pilgrims to stay there. You stay night after night in in those hostels or shelters that are called albergues and are usually signaled with a with a shell. That's the official mm. uh, sign of the Camino de Santiago, mm -hmm. and they can uh, pilgrims can stay there uh, <coughs> one night for free. Yeah, it's very very interesting. Mm -hmm. I have a particular question to ask you, John, and it's about your trip to Canada. Yeah. I think one reason why we've gotten along is that you have an extensive knowledge of Canada. Uh, you know all about Toronto. You've got the, the Raptors and the Maple Leafs in your dresser. Yeah. You've got some jerseys. So what was it exactly that brought you over to do an exchange in Canada? Yeah. So I was very invested in Canadian culture. I don't know what was the uh, the first reason that drew me into uh, Canada and being interested in, in uh, the country of Canada. Probably, I think, um, you know, hockey had a lot to do with it. Because, hmm. you know, coming from Spain, it's a, uh, it's a country that has uh, it's pretty non-existent tradition when it comes to ice hockey. Yes. I, I first discovered the sport thanks to um, a video game, the NHL 06, back in the day when I was a kid. And, uh, you know, that started creating some interest within me. I was fortunate enough to be accepted uh, by the University of Regina in Saskatchewan mm -hmm. and got to spend there uh, 
fall semester of 2018, and uh, yeah, it's great times. Now, my last question for you, John, as we've walked around Casco Viejo, you have uh, a deep knowledge of this region of Spain, but you've also traveled to Canada, yeah. to Norway, I think, yeah. most recently. Do you see yourself living here for the rest of your life? And if so, hmm. you know, what is what is special? What is you what is bringing you back? You know, it's just hitting the streets. You can feel the the warmth from the people. How, you can just go in inside the bars here in Casco Viejo, just having everyone around you, just eating paint shows. And I, I think it's it's a great atmosphere. And and culturally, I think uh, I would like to be uh, close to my to my roots. But yeah, I I do love the Basque Country, and, and I think it's a it's a fantastic place of the world to to live. You know, just to share all the this culture to I think uh, you, Jesse can can uh, confirm this. I absolutely I can. I've been here for about three months, and I so look forward to going back to Canada where my professor is who suggested I come yeah. to Bilbao, uh, my Spanish professor, and thanking him, taking him out. We don't have pinchos in Canada, but <laughs> maybe taking him out for yeah. una cerveza or something like yeah. this. But again, John, I want to thank you for coming today on Tracks from Abroad. It was my pleasure, yes. Nice.
You are listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM, and uh, I want to know what you heard, what you thought, rather, about that last song. Another one of those songs where they're singing entirely in Euskara, that language from the Basque Country. So, um, let's see here. We're still here, of course, with Andrea and Raúl, both from very different parts of Spain, pretty far away from the Basque Country. Um, and so, we'll get. Uh, let's get you guys. Uh, what did you think of that last song? Oh, I really like it. I really like. It. I couldn't follow the lyrics, but the rhythm. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, absolutely. And so you said you'd been to um, Victoria Gasteis. Yes, that's and, yeah. That's where my family lives. So I've been a couple of summers there. Nice. It's a really beautiful city. Beautiful place. Yeah. And so good. when I say Victoria Gasteis, Victoria is like the Castellano name, and Gasteis is the Basque name, and it's the same for. Um, Donostia San Sebastian. So Donostia is like the Basque part in San Sebastian. Um, but anyway, so Raul, can you tell us a bit about, uh, have you been around Spain? Have you been to the north? Where, where have you been? Uh, I spent some time in Asturias, mm. uh, which is in the north part of Spain too. And I've also been to Madrid and Barcelona, but gotcha. not much. But that's interesting. You mentioned Asturias because I got to visit Oviedo. So I wonder, um, where did you go in Asturias? Uh, I went to, uh, to visit a friend of a family member in Grado, okay. which lies relatively close to Oviedo. And it's a truly beautiful place. <laughs> nice. It's incredible. Now, you must have seen in Asturias uh, pouring la sidra, the cider that they make, I guess, from apples. And they have to pour it from a real height to get the bubbliness to come up and the flavor. Did you see that? Yeah, I tried that too, actually. <laughs> it's, it's really tasty. It's, yes, apple cider, for sure. It's a speciality there. I found it so interesting that uh, they had like their own little barriers in the restaurants because they pour it and it splashes everywhere. So they have little protection <laughs> barriers. Um, so anyways, transitioning, I want to get your guys' response to this audio segment. I'm not going to give you any description of what it is, but let's just listen to this right here. Siempre van, siempre van al amarillo. So what is that commercial talking about, if you guys could tell us? About recycling. About recycling, yeah. <laughs> it's really fun. Uh, it's about plastic recycling or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I heard and I thought, man, that is the best little jingle I've ever heard. Um, but getting back to your guys' experience in Spain, Raul, this is your first year in Canada. So, tell, you know, how did you come from Spain to Canada? Uh, well... I studied actually in the University of Amsterdam, so I went uh, from Spain to Amsterdam and I lived there for two years. And then in my third year, I was given an option to study for a few months in uh, whatever country I wanted to. And I started thinking about maybe Singapore, maybe Seoul. And then I my I came upon uh, Canada and among Canada, Toronto, Montreal seemed like the most appealing options to me. And I decided to, I ended up uh, studying here because of the actual science courses, which is a field I'm most interested in. Very nice. Very nice. Well, we're glad you're here. And Andrea, you've been here a little while longer. So what made you want to come from uh, Spain to Canada? I had the amazing opportunity of coming to Vancouver during high school. I did grade 11 there thanks to a scholarship. 
and then I fell in love with the country. The mixture of culture was just so interesting for me and I knew I have to come back. So I applied to U of T and here I am, my third year. Fantastic. I'm really glad to hear that. And thank you guys for coming on the show today. Uh, we'll see how much time we have. We might get a few more questions to you all. But right now, we're going to play um, a song. This one's called Tomame o Dejame from uh, a band that's from Bilbao, Mocidades. Still working on my Spanish pronunciation. So check it out right here on Tracks from Abroad. listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Jesse McDougall, and I want to give an enormous 
thank you. Uh, un montón de gracias. Mil gracias, uh, Andrea and Raúl, for coming on the show today. They're going to head out here, but we were happy to have them. I wanted to represent different parts of Spain, not just Bilbao. However, uh, you know, I did spend the summer there, and it's a lovely, lovely place to be. And now I have a little story to tell you. Allow me to put on my story hat. There we go. Now it's on. The story is that uh, we, we talked with, um, or rather, you heard from John Ander. He was talking about the Camino de Santiago. And this is actually a route that I was hap- uh, that I was lucky enough to walk on for three days with my father when he came to visit at the end of the summer. And we started in Irún, very close to the French border. And we walked through uh, San Sebastián. That was our first night. I'm not sure if I'm going to remember the next points on the trip, but the the um, the trip took us three days, about 60 kilometers of walking, and we stayed at some albergues. These are free hostels where pilgrims uh, stay in uh, in Spain. Now, one night we arrive in San Sebastian, and all of the hostels are full with tourists and surfers, and we did not know what to do. So we thought to ourselves, uh, we'll just sit down on this bench, and uh, maybe we something will will come across our way. And boy, something did come across our way because a man came up to us. He, in fact, was the organ player at a nearby church, the Church of San Ignacio. And uh, he said to us, are you looking for a place to stay tonight? And we absolutely were. And just by chance, in the basement of this church, they had about um, 20 different uh, cot-sized beds that we could stay in. Uh, Of course, we only took uh, a few of them for ourselves, but it was a real stroke of luck to have this man uh, help us out on that night. And not only that, but he played the organ for us and did a little performance in this empty church, the Church of San Ignacio. It was a really beautiful experience, and I was able to record part of that organ playing, which you will hear right now on Tracks from Abroad. So that was that live organ performance by, oh man, I believe the guy's name was um, 
Gregario or something like this. What a generous person to accept, accept my dad and I into the church, give us a place to stay for the night, and then play that performance. I hope you enjoyed that organ playing. Um, beautiful song. That's all I can say. And now we've come to almost the end of our show. I want to thank, again, Andrea, Raul, the students at the University of Toronto for coming on the show, not to mention the dozens of students who have come on the 80 episodes that we've made on Tracks from Abroad. I'd like to thank John Ender for uh, doing that interview with me this summer that I was able to play, and most of all, Ivan Fernandez Peleas, my Spanish teacher from the Spanish department at U of T, who suggested, Jesse, why don't you just go to Bilbao, because I have a friend there. That was a, a very nice thing for him to do. Thank you, Ivan. So to sum everything up, again, episode number 80 of Tracks from Abroad, um, we have done uh, 1,638 downloads on Podbean. Our, our biggest show was Zambia, which received 109 downloads in one day, a total of 128. I recommend you go check that one out. Our audience percentage, if you want to know, Canada, it's around 50%, the United States, 29 followed by Spain. 10% of our listeners are in Spain, also in Malaysia, in Japan, and Zambia has 1% of our listeners. We want to give a shout out to everybody listening all around the world to Tracks from Abroad. Now, we also have listeners in Mongolia, Indonesia, Iran, Mexico, Malawi, and Hungary. These are all places that we should absolutely do shows on and speak to some students from those countries. And our next episode, I'm happy to announce, is going to be in Greece. Next to me, we have Matthew, our board tech, coming in next week, and we have a, a, a two new hosts on the show who are going to carry on tracks from abroad for the near future this is my last semester of school and so um, i'm going to be passing the torch and if you want to connect with tracks from abroad you can do so at tfa.radio on instagram or over email send us a message we're tracks from abroad at ciut.fm so thank you very much to wrap up this show we're going to play three of my favorite canadian songs that i never really got the chance to play starting with well, you'll hear the song in just a moment. Thank you very much for listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT, and coming up next, Indigenous Waves at 7.
So the next song we got coming up is a Tom Green song. This is Check the OR from the Archives. I've just been getting into Tom Green. He was a little before my generation. Uh, but here we have Check the OR coming up on Tracks from Abroad. Tom Green, everybody. Check the OR, you like it so far. Check the OR, you like it so far. Check the OR, you like it so far. Check the OR, you love the OR. The most then it hits rough Organized rhymes here to start it up You got some trouble with your mouth You better shut it up Think twice before you act And try to tackle the funky stuff I take your suckers out like meat on a shish kebab And you don't know it But your girl's doing kiss and rob And you're the one who wants the corn But you miss the cop So here's a bit of something new Give me a toot and salute And I'll give you my boots Where you need it while I'm playing the thespian I got a ride and you're just a pedestrian I grab a horse and I jump like a equestrian I talk smooth like Lando Calrissian uh, Deal with the leader of the convoy Make some noise for the boys we rip points, move your joints into motion if you can keep up If you can't, here's a hanky to clean your weep up Poetics are dropped and no type of coincidence Check the OR Check the OR, you like it so far Check the OR, you like it so far Check the OR, you like it so far Check the OR, you love the OR Check the OR, you like it so far Check the OR, you like it so far Check the OR, you like it so far Check the OR, you love the OR OR, you like it so far, smack your back and you deal with a deep scar I will test you from the west of you, now you know that I'm better than the best of you I'll remove you quicker than a band-aid, payback stage and I'm gone like a renegade And I don't delay, want the replay like 
not trust, got you my way I feel lonely, so I'll lay low Never lonely, now that I clock dough Flipping women over like a pancake And I will make mistakes in a heartbreak Receive honors, make you goners Break the deuce like Jimmy Connors I'm not a phony, preaching testimony Send you down to the bank for the alimony I make light of everyday establishment With content sticking like poly dent But I pay my dues I lay more chicks than Mother Goose Pass the OJ cause I got juice Break the silence and make the truth So yes, yes, y'all And you don't stop until the beat, y'all And you don't dare stop until the hip hop Hip it, hip it, hip it, hip, hip hop And you don't dare go off, go off like a cannon You're a copier, much sloppier So I'm gonna drop ya You got a demo, well I guess I'm gonna shop ya Take a risk like a disc, you're floppier Uplifted, cause I'm gifted Tough like algebra, but I'm twisted You misfit, meet the better man Gonna razz you just like Letterman Hip hop, not a weasel going pop You don't stop, check the OR Check the OR, you like it so far Check the OR, you like it so far Check the OR, you like it so far, check the OR, you lost the OR. Check the OR, you like it so far, check the OR, you like it so far, check the OR, you like it so far, check the OR, you lost the OR. Next whip rap Room in my pocket So I don't need a hip pack Hip hop tactics Is what I be practicing I don't act I see heads and I crack them Only if they need it I'm really a nice guy Still I got a temper To the ladies I talk fly Making them smile For a while When I begin Pin the chameleon Come cause here I am Heading the right way And I won't stop this I'm knowing the time But I don't wear a pop watch Playing seeds When I jump like a hopscotch Climb the ranks So consider me top notch Take control of your system When I'm in it You wanna get with this I hit with persistence Swing the countdown One, two, three Four. Smooth it out now, check the OR. Check the OR, you like it so far. Check the OR, you like it so far. Lou, we've been looking for you. We got a tape. We had a hard time getting in. Wait till it's time to get out. DJs fly, no slag no mix. Slag mix. My bike ain't broke, don't need my mags. Don't need my mags. Never got time for deficiency. For deficiency. If I leave a girl, I know she's missing I know me. She's missing
like snake moans. Talk a little bit, then take that on. She bad and she know the deal. That's what I can't hide when she wanna conceal. I mean, making good and had it big. Put together ain't close to the drippy I see. No, no, no disrespect, but this girl up on another level caught the trick. Uh, tell King Max stop the purse. Say, kid, can girl, I get I a witness? Across the room, I can see it and can't stop myself from looking and noticing you, noticing me. Watch out, I've seen a type before. That girl is so dangerous. That girl is so dangerous. That girl is a bad girl. I've seen a type before. She's so dangerous. That girl is so dangerous. That girl is a bad girl. Show! 